0: Thanks for joining Solicited, a podcast hosted by me, Nicole, and me, Caitlin, where we talk about all the things related to life in our 30s.
1: Thanks for joining us for another episode of Solicited, the podcast. We are continuing on with our mini-series on the five love languages. Today, we are on episode four of the five, and we're going to be talking about acts of service today. So if you're just tuning in on this episode, if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, Definitely go check them out. Nicole, talk to me about acts of service.
0: This is a high one for me. And for me, acts of service is like anything and everything that somebody does to like make your life a little bit easier. It's for me, it's this this acknowledgement of I see see all of the things that you do. Let me take one thing off your plate. So if you do the floors or you load the dishwasher or you unload the dishwasher, you walk the dogs, like that's so helpful because it takes something off my plate. Um, so, and that speaks to like partnership. And I think that that's why it really is high for me.
1: So can vacuuming the floors really (laughs) be an expression of love? Absolutely. Yes. yes. Especially. <laughs> I have to take it back. Yes. And so anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities, weighing on an acts of service type of person speaks volumes. So the words that I'm sure is like dessert to my husband is she did the dishes, you know? And let me do that for you. If I, oh, mm. now if you are an acts of service type of person, laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for somebody, not going to help somebody whose love language is acts of service. And it also makes them feel like their feelings don't matter. So finding ways to serve somebody really speaks volumes to the person who would be receiving the gift of the act of service.
0: I would even expand on one of those last points, which is it's not even just about the lack of follow through as, as a communication of this didn't matter to me, it's really more a a communication of when you do acts of service, it doesn't matter. So like all of the work that you do when you're trying to express love to me, person who maybe this is not high, I don't even hear and see those things, which I think is like a stab in the heart. Um, Because if you're, for me, if you're a person who is trying to communicate that way for it to be not recognized or seen as invisible, I think hurts
1: in a different way. So this is where I think if you have never listened to or read the five love languages book by Gary Chapman, I really recommend you go listen to it. It's a quick audiobook. I, it's like four hours. So I listened to it very quickly. This isn't the first time I've read the book either. I read it again before we started recording these episodes. Mm-hmm. And Just hearing the examples now that I'm married and have children was very eye-opening and it makes you realize so many people just never really had these conversations with their spouse of how to love them best because there's this one guy in the book that they talk about and how he's like, well, I do everything she asks for me to do, like all the chores, all taking out the trash, doing all these things. That's not her love language. That's just like what you were saying about partnership thank you for helping me do these things, but that's not the best way to love her. Um, But it might
0: be his, right? Is that Mm -hmm. potentially it? So he's like, oh, look at I'm loving you so good. I do all of these things. I do everything you ask. Maybe I even do a couple Mm -hmm. extra. Um, So he's like, I'm rocking it. And she's like, but we don't ever- X whatever the thing is that she's exactly missing.
1: yep and that was I mean if you listen to the book he shares so many different real life examples of couples that he's helped counsel over the years and it's really helpful to hear the stories because it's I was sitting there as I'm listening to the book mul- multitasking probably feeding my child at the time and I'm shaking my head yep yep been there done that you know so but I also think it's I think it's rare that you and your spouse have the same love language. But if you do, you could be speaking different dialects. And what I mean by that is the specific things you find important might not be what your spouses are. And so that goes back to what I was saying in quality time last week is that my version of quality time and my husband's version of quality time might look different. It's the same thing for acts of service. For example, acts of service tends to show a lot of reflection of how your childhood was, at least for most couples and friends that I've seen. It, you typically copy what your family did growing up, or you do the complete opposite because you wanted to be different than how you grew up as a family. So, Can you give an example of what that looks like? I'm trying to like place that
0: in my own family of origin, and I'm having a hard time.
1: No, you're good. So... Um, in the in the book, this is another good example of go listen to the book because we, they talk about this in general. Um, but a wife's idea of acts of service could be changing the baby's diapers. And in the book, they talk about this. But to me, it's 2024. And I think that it's called parenting and that everyone chips in personally. But I can speak just from experience. I know that dad's 20- 30 years ago might not have been changing this many diapers. They were working and their idea of a family home looked completely different. And so for me too, like I think about all the things that my husband helps me with as a father now, bath time, bedtime routine. He puts the baby down on nights that I record with you. Now, this is obviously if you have kids like me and this doesn't pertain to everybody, but I also appreciate when Mike does the dishes after I cook or he washes all my pump parts and my bottle parts. And so I don't know what my parents really did in this aspect, you know, growing up years ago, but I do know that I always wanted to have an equal partnership and not if things not always fall on me. And I don't think that that is always how it's been, especially hearing stories of people I love or just people around me as child.
0: Okay. Thanks for explaining that.
1: That makes a lot more sense. So like I said, though, it's, it doesn't always have to be that way. Like people tend to model what they had growing up or they choose not to, not to follow in their parents' footsteps or their guardians' footsteps of whoever they were raised by. Now a man's acts of service could be, Their wife doing laundry, coming home to a cook home cooked meal, the house being clean when they get off of work, like those were different examples that they spoke about in the book, and it kind of like brought me back to like the Leave It to Beaver, her wearing pearls and vacuuming, and I was like, sorry, that'll never be me, you know? Um, Yeah, that's old school, man. We gotta update. He needs to do a twenty twenty four edition. Millennial love is what you can call it. Millennial love. Hey, maybe we should write the book. (laughs) But um, most of my friends love languages is acts of service. And the majority of our Instagram followers was acts of service over 40, 41% of our listeners. Love language is acts of service.
0: I guess I'm sort of surprised by that. Curious about what that means to all of these people. Cause like, again, I'll just reiterate, like for me, it means maybe this is a cop out. I don't know. But like, for me, it's like the tangible ways that you show up to an equal partnership but i don't know that that's true for everybody else and i think going back to what you were saying like that's not historically what it has been historically it has been very gender roley um and i i'm just so curious what
1: what are some examples from those responses uh, so a good way to figure out how to love your spouse if their love language is, is acts of service have your spouse write down things that they appreciate you doing not just chores so you both can do it this can be a quality time, acts of service, <sighs> a homework assignment. So, if your partner's love language is acts of service, have them write down things they appreciate you doing. It doesn't just have to be chores. And then to take it a step deeper, have them write those things, like the top 10 things down that you would like them to do in the next month or you know, a couple weeks. And order them based on a priority 1 to 10. So then you can kind of see what acts of service is important to your significant other. This is going to sound real stupid, but I am seriously
0: struggling to identify an act of service that's not tied to a chore.
1: Well, I can give you some different other acts of service. So here are some examples. Some of them are chore-related, so buckle up. You can take over one of their hated chores for a period of time or for forever, like feeding the dogs in the morning, like you and Nick, just saying. Or on a special occasion, do all the chores before they get home. I would love that. Be great. Help them get a difficult task finished, whether it's a presentation for work or a paper for school or, you know, prepping for something before a vacation. Like, well, mm. I mean, you said that you like to do clean the whole house before you go on vacation. Obviously, that falls into a chore, but, like, that's not a fun task to do by yourself. But it could even be, like, buying the uh, like um
0: the additional travel toiletries or getting cash or, like, all the other things that you do when you're getting ready to travel. So that's helpful to think about.
1: Exactly. Another example of this would be to cook for them, make them breakfast in bed on the weekend, or just prepare food for them for the whole week. Shoot, if somebody meal prepped for me, baby, woo! That'd be incredible. Mm. Take their car to go to the car wash and vacuum out their car. Like, what a great act of service is that?
0: Nick would love if I did that. I did that once for him, but it was because I took his car on a week-long vacation without him, and I was like the (laughs) consolation – the consolation is all get your car detailed,
1: well, also fill their car up with gas, like follow right in with that, so like take mm-hmm. his car, go wash it, get some gas in it. Hey, I just gave you mm-hmm. an idea i you did actually, yeah,
0: maybe I will. I'll make a point of doing that every quarter or something.
1: um, some other examples are you know find something little that you can do for them that's gonna save them time like going to the post office or for me it's all the amazon returns like <laughs> picking up their dry cleaning hello do people even have dry cleaning anymore sometimes sometimes we do but not often enough so we always forget it there so that Ex- would be a true act of service exactly or just you know doing something that's important to them even if it's not important to you like visiting their grandparents or sitting down with their friends like that's an act of service in a sense of like giving them Not just your time, but like, you know, being there present. Other thing that I just thought of that could be considered an act of
0: service that I think sometimes gets um, stuck on one party is like things like gifts, right? So like shopping for gifts for people together, um, party prepping, so whatever that means, right?
1: So that is also an act of service. It's not really quite a chore, Exactly. Um. What about making them a cup of coffee or tea without you asking? Like if you drink coffee every morning, that's an act of service bringing it to bed. Like if you're in bed. Yes,
0: absolutely. I asked Nick if he would do that, Um, if he would be willing to get up like 15 minutes earlier every morning to do that for me. But he said he would not be willing to do that. <laughs> but you know what he does do? He's really good about this, and I'm such a rude bitch. Um, We'll be like sitting on the couch, and I'll be like, "Oh, could you go put water on for me for tea?" And he will, and he'll like get up and like do that, and that's very nice. So I think even that can be really nice.
1: Exactly, that's an act of service. He got Mm -hmm. up, and your lazy butt didn't. Like I love you, but I didn't get up. Yeah, yep. And he'll make me a whole tea. So. Aww. So some other things is ask them, like literally ask your partner or family member, sibling, whoever it is, how can I help you? Or how can I make life easier for you? What can I do to help you?
0: But to your earlier point, Caitlin, if you ask a person whose who's love language is acts of service, what you can do for them and they answer you and then you do not
1: follow through, you're done. Done. And I will say this too. Um, Mike's been taking Milo on walks lately, even more so for me to give me like 40 minutes of mom time. And I made the mistake yesterday of asking him, what should I do during this time? And as soon as I said it, I instantly regretted it because he's <laughs> like, you can go tidy this or you can go clean up that or you can start a load of laundry here. And I just looked at him and I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go shower. That's what I'm going to do. And like, I, I ended up that. tidying. I ended up tidying up all the things that he asked me to do because acts of service is pretty much his love language. Let's be real. That was nice of you, Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, well, note to self, don't do that when you don't want to really do anything. I was just being nice, you know, trying to whatever. No, and yeah, and that creeps into some of our other episodes, but don't offer if you really don't mean it.
0: Exactly. It's, it's a good well, boundary to have and it makes you reliable and – um it, because
1: you'll do the things that you offer to do and you won't gripe about them. So be honest about what you can give. Exactly. And also I've been sick, so that does not help. And I was like, when I asked that, I was like, what am I thinking? Like, I've been sick. I've been taking care of the baby. He's been a little sick. Like, no. So, but I will say I, Mike and I have found us asking like, how can I help or what can I do for you? We do this a lot more since we become parents. So you can literally say or have a board in your house and, like, write down in the house, like, hey, these are the things that we need to accomplish this week. Or if you want to be sweeter about it and you can write, like, I'm going to love you this week by cooking dinner on Wednesday. Like, if you're a very literal person or maybe you need that reminder, put it on your fridge. Put it on your mirror. Put it on a sticky note saying, Caitlin said this would help her this week. Let me get this handled, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. Other things of acts of service and showing love could be paying paying your bills, taking the dogs to the vet, cooking dinner, See, budgeting.
0: I, I lump in, like, dogs to the vet as a chore, but I guess it's not a cut-and-dried chore. So that's helpful.
1: Yeah. And the other thing, too, I want to point out about this is, like, take notice of what your spouse nags about in the house and kind of, like – Put it in your brain as like see the nag as a tag, aka tag you're it, go do it, like fix this. Mm. Like, you know, I always think about that. So see the nag as a tag. I love that. Pretty sure I stole stole it from Gary Chapman. Listen to the book, y'all. I was like, what what therapist did you learn that from? That is really, (laughs) really good. (laughs) Yeah, Gary Chapman, baby, right there. Listen to the book. Hmm. But also I think it's important to point out too – If your spouse lacks the time and has more money, then pay someone to do the task or the chore if it's important enough. And then that way it doesn't get in the way of your marriage. Like this was a Mm. big thing for us because my husband loves to do yard work now. And I think it's because he's never had to do yard work in his life until he owned a home. And it drives me absolutely crazy because we live in Florida. You have to mow the grass like all the time because it grows so fast. And it takes a long time to mow the yard and to edge the yard and do all these different things and time is money to me and my husband still does the yard people it's not like we pay somebody to do the yard because he enjoys I, I thought doing that's it where this was going so you don't pay a yard service we don't <laughs> i would love to i would love to but my husband enjoys doing it but i already warned him that you know once we have more than one kid this might have to change like right now it's fine it's not that big of a deal because the baby sleeps a lot still, but like at the same time in the future, this might have to just change.
0: I have a friend who a handful of years ago finally caved and got a cleaning person like once, I think they did every two weeks. And I remember them saying so clearly to me, I am going to pay this money for somebody to clean my house so I don't get divorced. And I was like, (laughs)
1: That's so funny. Like, I was like, great. So I think it's a real thing. I 100% think it's a real thing. But I will say, like, in general, our house is pretty clean. And typically very organized. So back in April, I had somebody come clean our house and they clean the house, but then it was not like clean enough to our standards. Like I know that sounds terrible. But like, they also broke a glass and left it in the sink and didn't tell us they broke a glass. So that was a whole thing. And I just told Mike, I was like, listen, if you're not going to do it right, like, I'm just going to handle it. I would love somebody to just come and clean my bathrooms and mop my floors for me. I can do everything else. Mm-hmm. But oh, that, anyway, that
0: per- that person exists. If I lived in Florida, you could pay me to do that. I come once a week, baby, I clean those bathrooms, mop those floors.
1: Okay, that can wouldn't you even move? That would
0: not cost you that much money. That would not even no. Come. Between that and a lawn guy, a couple hundred bucks a month.
1: Yeah, well, ixnay the lawn guy because I won't win that <laughs> right now. But someone to come clean the bathrooms, please. So the bathrooms um, are the hardest.
0: But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. What else?
1: Where did no? My question is, is so acts of service is my second love language, and funny enough, it's my husband's second. So our first two are the same. Actually, I think our first three are the same.
0: I call that sus, dude. Are you sure?
1: Yes, I'm positive. Mine okay. is quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation. His is the same, but then his goes physical touch, and then gifts. And actually, I th- oh my god, is ours the same exact order? I'd have to go look back and look. Either way, I still I still count that Mike's is acts of service number one. Anyway, where does acts of service fall for Nick? Um, so I'm not, it's number one for me and it's number two for him. Okay. So these things are very important. So this episode <laughs> is really going to pertain to you of how you can act of service to Nick. That's not just chores. What is, what would, what do you think that his biggest thing for acts of service would be? Because Mike's is a hundred percent keeping the house clean. Like his is a chore. Like if I do laundry or do the dishes or the house is clean, he's, he's a fan.
0: I'm not going to lie to you. I would have to ask him. Like I could get creative. Like when we were talking a second ago, I was like, you know, what would be a really great act of service for Nick? I'm whispering because he's outside this room. He's been griping about the chiropractor for like a fucking year and he won't just call my chiropractor and make an appointment. So that could be an act of service. I call, I pay the initial intake, make the appointment. I say, you're off fucking work this day. Go to this appointment. I made you. That would actually be a legit act of service or do that for a massage. Um, That's good. Or I could get them all in one day because I go to the same place for mine. So I could just get a tune-up day for him. That would be really nice. And then I could end the day with a pedicure, sprinkle in a sandwich somewhere. He'd be thrilled.
1: (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) I know. I love this. I'm just laughing too because Mike's never had a pedicure a day in his life. But I'm laughing because your husband is very Mr. Self-Care. So (laughs) –
0: I was walking him through my plans for the weekend. I was like, oh, Friday, I have happy hours. Saturday, I'm getting my hair cut. And then I think I'm getting um, – I think I'm going to go get my nails done with Ashley. And he goes, you're going to get your nails done? Don't you think I want a pedicure? And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, probably, but you go enough. I need, to, I need my girl time.
1: That's so funny. <laughs> I love this. Oh, my gosh. So you're going to have to keep us posted once you do this act of service for your hubby. I am going to do it because you know what? Remember for a new year, uh, same me, I talked
0: about running and I've been running. I bought new running shoes and I've been running since. So there is something about saying it out loud, holding yourself accountable. So I will do it. Have you flossed more too? I've thought about this. Uh, More? No, but I'm averaging probably twice a month.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to floss. Give yourself an act of service and some – Oral hygiene, get in there. So, um, so I asked Instagram, and they shared. I bet they did. What they say? <laughs> so their ideas of acts of service is when she helps me with chores around the house. Okay, if that was not my husband again, like, geez, he's trolling constantly. Again, again, um, doing something just because. Doing things, anything without me asking. So I want to go back to this because acts of service. I was talking about this with one of my mom friends who has multiple kids, and she was telling me she hates having to ask. And I feel the same way. I hate having to be like, Can you do this for me? So I got to the point where, like I said, with the pump parts and the bottles, I told my husband, I was like, If you see stuff in this bin, just wash it and put it in the drying rack. That's all I need. Like, Every single night I have to pump and I have to do something. So like, if you see it there, just do it. And now I just poked out there before this and he washed them all. And it's, it's nice for me because I didn't have to do it. I love that.
0: You're, you know what your husband's really good at? I feel like he really is a task oriented person. And so I do actually super appreciate that you can just make a request like that. And then he
1: is like, gotcha. And then he like does it. So that's really wonderful. It is, but it's hard though because I don't want to have to ask and he's the type of person mm. that you have to like you have to, to ask. like you have to ask, but like tell them almost. Like he knows a lot of the things that I would want in general
0: mm-hmm.
1: or what I find helpful. But for him it's like once I say it, it's like kind of like retrigger something in the brain. And th- and I think a lot of men are like that. It's their analytical side of their brains of tell me what I need to do, I will do it. Mhm mm-hmm. they talk about this in the book too, so um this person said I'm an acts of service gal, so literally anything that helps take the load off of me that's i mean i who wouldn't want help doing anything,
0: yeah, and I would just say to that it's like there again, we've talked about invisible labor, so i I agree, and you you might actually have to identify it because I think that um not not to say that this is a gender problem but I do think more women take on invisible labor men do too, but I think more women do. So
1: you might just have to be clear about what's on your plate in order for somebody to take things off of it. And I think that you just made a really great point with that because I don't think people always realize everything that you do in a day or what is the most important task for you. Um, So again, What my husband sees as acts of service and what I see as acts of service could be different. Random act of service I did today was I reorganized our fridge, like the outside of it, like the magnets and the pictures. And I made it look all nice and neat. And I was like, did you notice anything? And he was like, (laughs) he like looked around and was like, oh, yeah, I did notice you did that. It looks so much better. Thanks. And like he just doesn't like when things are chaotic, chaotic like my brain, you know? Lots of tabs open. Some other things that people shared were cleaning before bed so the house is clean in the morning. So like a quick pickup at night so you start the day, you know, off on a good foot. A parent's night out, planned the babysitter and the activity. Whoa. Whoa. That would be very lovely. <laughs> That's amazing. I know. And, I, you know, again, I think that that falls on typically the females a lot. If you're a dude and this doesn't fall on you. Or if you've done it, chime in. I want to hear about it. Um, Again, anything chore wise. This one made me laugh because it said helping me helping without me asking, aka reading my mind. And they said, LOL after. And I started laughing because I think that we want you want your spouse to be that connected with you to know like this is important to me. But maybe if you just have this conversation one time, they'll. Committed to memory and be like, oh, she really liked when I did this, this, and this. Maybe if I kept doing that, that'll, you know, she'll she'll continue to appreciate it. Yeah. The other thing about this is that
0: what you focus on gets bigger. So if every time your spouse takes the trash out, you say, oh, thank you for taking the trash out. Guarantee your spouse will will continue to take the trash out. So I think it's like (sighs) – you need to talk about things, whether it's like you communicate in that way where you're acknowledging, thank you so much. That was helpful. And then it sticks and that becomes more that like cements a habit, but you can't just go through life hoping that your person gets it. And like for me and Nick has taken years of communicating and trying to figure out like where the disconnect
1: is to get pretty close to the same page. So yeah, no. And again, This falls back into communication and communicating with your significant other, your wants, and your needs. So a couple more examples from Instagram that were shared were going to the grocery store and doing the grocery shopping. My husband hates grocery shopping, so. I love grocery shopping so much.
0: Set me loose in a Whole Foods. (laughs) I don't shop at Whole Foods, but set me loose in like a fucking grocery store with an unlimited budget. I would do some fucking damage.
1: Yeah, I do like I don't mind grocery shopping, but I won't lie, I've been using that Kroger delivery baby. So, it stresses
0: me out to be online cuz what if the thing you're looking for isn't
1: online? Well, anyway. I haven't I haven't really had that problem, so <laughs> mm.
0: uh
1: cooking for me, this one taking initiative, just him doing anything without asking is the best. So, multiple of our listeners were saying do anything, just don't make me have to ask is what mm. like be a it's, isn't that interesting, though, to think about?
0: Yeah, it speaks to don't get stuck in in being uncertain or unsure. Literally, just start somewhere, and if you're if you move in the direction,
1: wanting to help with good intention, like that's going to be felt. That's that's good. A couple more that our Instagram followers shared were planning a special date or activity to do together. That's an act of service in general is just taking the planning on. Yeah. yeah. Folding la- folding laundry or doing the dishes is a huge way to make this person feel loved. Putting the kids to bed. Oh. Love that. Oh, this one is the last one and it's really sweet and they said that he wakes up early, uh, he wakes up hours early to help me get ready, does the little tasks that makes my coffee, and makes sure that the car is warmed up so they must live somewhere cold. He knows exactly where everything is and is always willing to do every task to help make my mornings easier without ever once complaining.
0: Wait, that's this, an act of
1: service. This bro goes and warms her car up?
0: Apparently. And they're happily married because if not, I might be looking for a plan B. That's incredible. <laughs> That's awesome. That is that is really thoughtful. And I think that actually brings me to a time over this winter that I looked outside. I think I went and like, turned my car on while I was getting ready for work. And Nick was out there taking all the snow off my car. So that resonates, dude. So Aww,
1: <laughs> how sweet. And this is like, why I live in you. Florida.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you live somewhere snowy, you know. That is true love. Somebody fucking takes all the snow off your car on a work
1: day. So sweet. And then they have to do it off theirs too. (laughs) Exactly. That's why it's like, whoa. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, having a conversation with things that you can do for your spouse that makes them feel loved, start there. Ask your spouse, what kinds of acts of service do you enjoy me doing for you? Is it cooking? Is it doing the laundry? Is it, you know, making your doctor's appointments for you? Is it grocery shopping? Is it meal planning? Or, you know, was it doing something special for you or helping me helping you finish a task that you needed to get done? For me, I love when Mike takes the baby for a little bit, like that's an act of service in itself so that I can have some decompression time. And like, Woo-saw. like I know it sounds so minute, but it's it's big to me, especially after being with the baby all day. <clears throat> there
0: are multiple ways to, I think, accomplish the the heart and soul of acts of service, and I think I like what you said too about it's going to be different for everybody. And so I really do think it's key to to ask. I mean, unless you, you are like, oh, there is this one thing that my partner gripes about every single day, and you can very
1: quickly identify like, oh, that's the place to start. I think you should just ask. Just ask. And remember, see the nag as a tag. So if your husband or your wife is talking about something or bugging you about, did you do this? Can you do that? I would love to see you just do whatever it is that they're asking and see if they picked up on the fact that you just completed the task, made their I'm life gonna,
0: easier. I'm going to share that little rhyme with Nick as soon as we're done tonight. Love it. See love the it, nag as a
1: tag. Exactly. <sighs> yes. So overall, again, have the conversation with your spouse. Even your friends, what kind What kind of ways can you help acts of service? like. After just giving a baby – giving a baby, wow. After just having a baby, acts of service for me was honestly checking in on me and my mental health and the baby and offering to cook us a meal or bring us a meal. Those were very helpful in the beginnings of my motherhood journey, you know. So see how you can do acts of love for the people that are important to you, not just outside of Not just in your home with your spouse, outside of that, with your friendships and your family members. Brings us to the conclusion of acts of service.
0: So join us next week for our final and last love language, physical touch. It's going to get sexy, y'all. So join us.
1: See you next week. Stop what you're doing right now and listen, listen up. If you're feeling this podcast, then here's a few things we need from you. Find and follow us on Instagram at Solicited the Podcast. Rate and review this episode. Feel free to share with us anything you've got about these topics that we talk about. And email us anything you want us to talk about and cover or any feedback you might have at solicitedthepodcast at gmail.com. We'll see you guys next week.